Actor and filmmaker Ann Johnston Brown has spent the past 35 years navigating the ups and downs of Hollywood. With a master's degree in theater arts, Ann was a professor at the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles and is the author of several books published by Smith & Krauss, the world's largest of its kind. Her films on the subject of homelessness have won countless awards, and her voice can be heard throughout the world in a variety of television and radio commercials, as well as the audiobooks of many New York Times and USA Today best-selling authors. And now, she brings to you the best of what she's learned. Welcome to The Actor's Guide. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Actor's Guide. Well, today I have decided to go ahead and do the masterclass I've been teasing on auditioning and I want to specifically do a class today on theater auditioning. Uh, television and film auditioning is 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 a little more unique in that obviously you're you're going to probably have to audition in front of the camera with the director, casting director, whomever in in the audience or behind the camera. But theater auditioning is oftentimes uh, on a stage. There is uh, a different format, obviously, to it, especially if it's musical theater. Television and film auditioning many times takes place, you, you film yourself, and you don't even meet the casting director or, or the director and producers until you've, you're either cast or almost cast. So I'll let another uh, one of my guests deal with that type of auditioning another time. As most of you know, my expertise lies in theater. I wrote a book called The Ten Commandments of Theater, and in the back of that book, as a part two section, my publisher wanted me to just do a, a, a little ten-point outline on auditioning. And so I'm going to summarize those points for you here, but let's start with the audition, and, and let's start with getting the audition. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Auditions for theater obviously occur in many ways. You, you, you could go to the theater or go to the website of a theater, especially if it's community or regional theater, and you can look on the board or, or uh, look on the website. Uh, a lot of times, if it's a, a theater tour, whether it's union or non-union, uh, you'll, you'll find those listings in backstage or you'll find them in LA casting or, uh, actors access. They're, they're just so many online sites for uh, audition listings. Um, so go online, and that's a really good place to find an audition. And when you're looking for an audition, make sure that you're honest with yourself. Uh, if 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 you think that you're going to go in and blow them away, and that they are going to choose you, even though it's what we call non-conventional casting, you think, well, you know, usually this character is played by either a, a certain uh, gender or race or height or or weight or something or the other. Think about it. Really think it through before you decide you want to be that person who goes in and tries to tries to do something different with the role as far as casting goes. Most of the time, the audition listing, the uh, breakdown, gives you exactly what they're looking for. So don't waste their time or yours. Uh, go out for what you know you are appropriate for, that you, you feel like you could actually win. Um, so a lot of times you have to uh, submit 
for to get an audition time. If you don't have an agent, and most of you probably don't, uh, you'll want to send in your headshot and resume. And we've done uh, we've done some uh, talk uh, about headshots and resumes on this podcast. But generally, uh, I think we'll we'll include uh, that portion of a masterclass in in the masterclass we're going to do for uh, television and film auditioning. So uh, when you when you submit for it, and if you get an audition time, uh, and sometimes they're open calls, so you can just show up with your headshot and resume, then you're going to want to make sure that you prepare your pieces appropriately. They'll sometimes uh, have the sides uh, in the audition notice so that you'll just download it, memorize it, uh, work on the side at home and bring it in for the audition. A lot of times they'll say, bring a monologue. Please don't prepare anything longer than two minutes. We, we, we like to say a minute to a minute and a half. You really don't want them cutting you off. You, you, so, so go ahead and, and, and try to be respectful of, of their time as well. Uh, so prepare an appropriate monologue or song or both for the show that you're going out for. So, you know, don't, if you're going out for a comedy, don't bring in a dramatic monologue. I don't think I have to say that, but I'm gonna. Uh, so make sure that you put some thought into the pieces you're bringing. And if you have to, to prepare the sides that they have, uh, li- included in the, in the notice, my advice is you memorize. Uh, try to memorize if you can. That that shows that you made an effort and that you really want the part. Uh, so prepare that. Now I'm going to I'm going to spend most of the time here talking about the audition itself. Uh, so I'm assuming you've got your headshot, your resume. You've you've either uh, you know got gotten the the uh, appointment time for your audition, or it's an open call and you show up. You're ready to go. Um, the morning of the audition or the day, the evening of the audition, you, you don't show up hungry. A lot of ladies, a lot of actresses, especially women, they have their audition outfits and sometimes they're, you know, you know, you, you don't want to be all bloated and all, you know, full from a meal. I understand that. But try not to be hungry. Try not. I mean, it's there's nothing worse than sitting in the lobby hearing somebody's stomach growling. And also you need fuel for energy. So make sure that you have something either with you like a granola bar or you've uh, certainly eaten uh, at, a, at, at some point before your audition. Make sure you bring water with you to the audition. If you don't forget your sheet music, if you're doing a song, you do need to bring that sheet music. It's uh, Listen, if it's a musical, they're going to have a piano player there. There's going to be an accompanist there. Bring your music. Don't say, well, um, I don't have music. I'd like to sing a cappella. Okay, they'll let you do it, but it's really a sign of, uh, you know, unprofessionalism. So bring your sheet music, your headshots and resume, several if you can, because a lot of times... There'll be more than one person auditioning you, and they don't want to have to pass that headshot and resume around. It'd be nice if they could each have one. Bring a pencil, not a pen, because you're going to be uh, writing things down on a card or piece of paper when you get there, and you don't want to have to be scratching things out if you make a mistake. Bring a pencil. Uh, If you're in the union, make sure you bring that card, because they need proof of that. Bring your uh, actor's equity card. Uh, never, and, and this is, now listen, all of that, all of the things I'm saying 
are my opinion, but I've been teaching auditioning and acting for many, many years. I've been doing it for many, many years. And you can just take my word for it. Uh, these things are debatable, but I believe you should not bring props. Avoid bringing props. Give the, the, the audition panel, the, the casting director, give them the benefit of the doubt that they can uh, imagine these things. Um, bringing props is just so unnecessary. So don't do it. Um, and then, and then be prepared to bring a second audition song or monologue or both. Be prepared because if you're going in, let's say you do a comedy monologue because it's a comedy, but in every comedy, there's some drama. So if they like what you just did, they may say, do you have anything dramatic? Please be prepared for that. Always be prepared for that. Um, now, don't forget too. as much as I say, don't bring props. I also would prefer you not wear any costumes, even if it's a, you know, um, an over the top, you know, farcical kind of crazy. Well, for instance, uh, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum that that show has funny costumes, you know, everybody dressed in tunics and all their just funny attire. Please don't do that. Just don't don't wear a tunic to that audition and uh so and then just apply this advice to to other other types of shows as well i i say wear something appropriate in other words don't wear a tunic but you could wear something in the colors or the or the you know the maybe similar in style maybe a maybe a blousey you know uh top or or something that kind of has a tunic style but wearing a costume is just so cheesy so you don't really have to do that and i pr would prefer you don't um i say you should always have audition ward uh, audition outfits in your wardrobe um i always had three audition outfits of different types of styles whether it be you know something that was um you know for shakespeare or for just a dramatic or a comedic uh and then and like if you're auditioning for rent sure go ahead and wear jeans and a and a and a kind of a grungy type shirt that that's okay but costumes are 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 kind of just just unnecessary and 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 kind of frowned on so try not to do that make sure too by the way that you rehearse your pieces in your audition attire, because you don't want to get there and realize, oh my God, I was going to do this, but I can't in what I'm wearing. Make sure you can move. Wear character shoes. Make sure you wear character shoes. They they need to know you own them, and also they are the best way for you to to you know not slip. <laughs> Let's just say it like that. You won't slip in character shoes, and you certainly don't want to slip in your audition. Don't wear perfume. Don't chew gum. These things I don't even have to tell you, right? Uh, when you get to the the actual audition site and you get into the lobby or the waiting room, whatever that area is, be professional all the time. Turn off your cell phone. Do not be on your cell phone. Uh, that is just so un it's just it's just not respectful of the environment. Uh, you know, now some people will have their iPads or their cell phones to, to be looking at their their monologue. 
that I guess in this day and time is okay. But if you're texting or just or just you know talking on the phone, oh my God, you'll probably get kicked out by the monitor. It's just not it's not accepted. So be very professional. Uh, they're going to probably have a form, an audition form that you're going to fill out. Uh, they're going to ask questions on that form. They're going to ask you, are you willing to cut your hair? This is theater, remember? And they're going to ask, or you know, obviously in in film, they're also going to ask these questions, but but for theater too, are you willing to cut your hair? Do would you have any rehearsal or performance conflicts? These are the dates. Be honest. Tell us now. If we cast you and conflicts come up, your name is Mud. All right. Are you willing to take any part, or are you here just for this one particular role? Be honest. If you say I'm willing to take any part, they call you two days later and offer you another part, and you say no, I wanted the the, the first part that I came out for. Again, your name is mud. It's a small industry. Do not get a bad reputation. All right. So when you get there to 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 the audition waiting room and you've filled out the form and checked in with the monitor. There is a tendency because we get nervous before auditions. There's a tendency to want to socialize, to talk with the other people in the room. Don't. They're trying to focus. Even if they talk back to you or talk with you, the the point is other people are trying to focus. Other people are trying to to think through their monologues or their songs. Uh, do not distract other people. Our nervousness makes us want to talk and interact, but just try not to do that. It's not fair to those that would prefer not to. Keep it a, a very calm, relaxed, very professional environment. Uh, you're wasting your energy, too, when you when you're interacting that way, and your voice and all the other things that go along with communicating like that. Uh, Concentrate. Just concentrate. Maintain your circulation. If you have to stretch or do something, you know, shake out those limbs. Uh, Don't make a big spectacle of yourself. Go off in a corner. Even step outside if you have to. And by the way, if you leave the space where the monitor is, that's the person at the desk checking people in, tell them you're leaving. Tell them you're going to the bathroom because if they call you in, and you're not there, well, it's over. Uh, maybe they'll try to fit you in later, but you'll have to sit around and wait. Uh, you might want to sip on some water while you're waiting. Try not to overhydrate yourself, though. Uh, just sip on that water and breathe. I uh, talk about my 5-5-10 breathing exercise. You breathe through your nose for five seconds. You hold that breath in for five seconds, and then use your diaphragm to exhale the air for 10 seconds. Slow that exhale down, then breathe in for five, hold for five, out for 10. That's a great way to help get your nerves back into control. So put the audition into perspective too. You know, if you are really nervous, you're probably not auditioning enough. Audition more. Uh, This is not the end all of auditions. You know, I went out for a big Broadway role one time and I got to be honest with you. I I did not take my own advice and it was a big one. I will tell you. Um, And and I got very close because I was called back a couple of times uh, and I didn't get it. But once I got to that last call back, I, I was a bundle of nerves because I wanted it so much. And that's probably why I didn't get it. Uh, I just let my nerves overtake me. So you want to just just let it go. There's always going to be another one and there's always going to be a better one. It's just 
Keep going, okay? While you're on deck, once they call your name, make sure that you uh, that you spend that time just centering and focusing and, and just, just warm up a little bit. Shake out those limbs. Stretch a little bit. Try not to over, you know, don't make a spectacle of yourself, but, but definitely use that time. And uh, listen, people are going to be leaving that room before you enter it and other actors, and they are going to be either totally exasperated or they're going to be full of excitement and energy because, oh, guess what? I think I nailed it. I think I got it. Please don't be swayed by people who come out of the room either happy or sad. Don't think, oh, no, these people are horrible. They're awful. They're they're insulting people because somebody came out crying or somebody comes out happy and you think, well, why am I even auditioning? I think that guy got the part. Don't let the expressions of others coming out of the room sway how you feel about yourself. Stay confident. Stay focused. You get into the audition room and please do not walk up to the panel and start shaking hands. Just don't do it. You're going to set your things down. If you're auditioning for a musical, hand your music to the piano player, and you're going to walk over to your mark. There will be a mark on the floor. If there's not a mark on the floor, just position yourself 10, 12 feet in front of the table. They'll be, and if they're not sitting at a table, which I find that very hard to believe because they're going to have resumes and all sorts of notes they're taking, there, there should be a table. Position yourself about 10 to 12 feet. Please do not stand one foot in front of the table. That is so awkward for everybody. So you're going to want to stand at the mark or 10 to 12 feet in front of the table. And when you're there, stand with your arms down by your side. Just be pleasant. Have a nice, maybe smile on your face. Please don't look like you have a grimace or you're upset or you're constipated. Just stand there and and be pleasant. And when they are ready to ask you questions or tell you to begin, then just begin. But never start asking questions or bantering. That's just awkward for everybody. Let them look at your resume. Let them do their investigation of your skills and be ready if they want to talk to you before you actually perform or if they're just going to wait till after. Just be ready. You should always have a hook. Have something about yourself that you sell for yourself. The thing you do that you think is the best because they may ask you that ubiquitous question. Why do you think we should cast you? What is your strongest skill? What about you makes you the best person for this role? Be ready with that answer. All right. And know know what you want to achieve. Know what you want to achieve that day and be concise. No long answers, no hymns and haws and hmm, I don't know, you know, be specific and be concise. All right. Uh, you know, there are a lot of books out there that are giving you great audition advice. And I found, uh, I found a book that, that, uh, that I was reading one time and I, I made a, a note of some of the things that they say. Uh, and, and what I, uh, a couple of the things that, that they said that I wanted to mention to you today is you shouldn't tell the interviewers, the casting directors, uh, you should not tell them anything they would already know by looking at your resume. So, so just 
Be prepared with giving information about yourself. It could even be personal, but something that highlights items that you're particularly proud of in your life, uh, but that goes beyond maybe what's on the resume, uh, maybe a certain type of training that you have, maybe a highly respected name of someone you've worked with, uh, maybe a role you've done, and maybe an experience with that role, something that is not on the resume itself. Uh, Maybe talk about why you love Love acting. What made you choose acting as a career? Things like that. Um, you know, hobbies and talents that you think aid in your acting skills that help you to be a better actor. Things like that. Sometimes people say, well, you know, I'm the mother of two children. And, you know, if I weren't an actor, I wouldn't be a good mother. Or if I weren't a good mother, I wouldn't be a good actor. You know, things like that. Tie your personal things in to your acting. And and, and you know what? You're going to you're gonna kind of make a mark for yourself. They're not going to forget something like that. So I wanted to, to go ahead and, and kind of, you know, put, put that in today because I know that um, – Oh, boy. Some of these casting directors, they've heard it all. And maybe you should be the one that that tells them something they've never heard before. But be truthful. Don't make something up just to be remembered. Okay, now, I'm going to assume that once they say, oh, when you're ready, or, you know, begin when you're ready, or when you're ready, begin, and then you cue the accompanist and and, uh, make sure that when they say, whenever you're ready, that you don't stand there and do some crazy antics getting yourself into the the moment and everything. You know, go ahead and center yourself. Focus. You know, enter the space. Enter, you know, the space of your character that you're about to be performing. But don't try not to be that crazy person. You know, they they're looking at a person that that they are considering working with and they want you to be kind of you know, someone that they wouldn't be afraid of. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. But, you know, there are some really wild antic people out there who, actors out there, who who will come in and the things they do, you're thinking, wow, they're a good actor and actually probably would be great in the role, but I don't think I'd want to spend five minutes with these people backstage. So make sure that you focus and within... 10 seconds, you need to be performing, whether it's the monologue or you cue the accompanist, and that accompanist is waiting for you to cue him or her, okay? So don't expect them to just start playing. When you're ready, cue them or start. Once you are done with the piece that you're you're performing, don't break the spell by saying, scene. I hate that. I hate it when people yell scene. Because when you stop, we're pretty sure you're done. So try not to break the spell, as it were. Uh, when you, when you, when you, you, when you invite an audience into your world, which is when you're doing the monologue or the song, make sure that that world is real to you so that it will be real to them. But when that world comes to an end, nobody wants to be snapped out of it. Let that world just fade away. And then they will know that you're done, probably because you're going to come out of the world and then you're going to look them in the eyes. By the way, guys, never seeing into the eyes of the panel and of the director or casting director. Never do that. You are asking them to be the other character and they're not in your scene with you. They are an audience to you. So over the heads, over the heads of your audience, I prefer that actors are straight on, not at an angle, 
okay? Try not to, to work at an angle. Speak or sing over the heads directly, you know, face front to do your pieces. That is my preference for teaching uh, actors how to audition. Um, you're going to hear otherwise from other teachers. That's fine. I told you this is from my point of view today, but you're listening to me, so I get to say it. Uh, when you're done, again, uh, allow the the uh, the spell to just fade away. If you mess up during your piece, please don't stop and ask to start over. The th- you are being auditioned on your ability to rescue yourself. If you mess up, one thing they want to know is, can you keep going? Can you save yourself? Can you salvage the piece, either improvisationally or whatever? Just keep going. I don't care how you have to do it. I Im, This is where improvisation is a plus for everyone. And when you're done, even if you messed up, please don't ask, act disappointed. If you act disappointed, they will be disappointed. But maybe there's a chance they didn't even know you messed up. Or maybe they loved how you saved yourself after you messed up. And maybe by you being disappointed, then then they will be disappointed when they wouldn't have otherwise. They may give you some direction afterwards. They may say, do it again, but this time I want you to do it a different way. Hey, guys, if they give you direction, take it. Do it. Do not say, ooh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, uh, don't him and ha, just do it. And when they are done with you, do not, unless they want to shake your hand, do not walk up and shake their hands. Thank them and leave. Do not hang around. Do not try to chit-chat. Just leave. And when I say leave, I mean the entire space. I'm talking the room and the entire building. Don't hang around. Talk to other people. Don't dwell in the hallway and, and make other people nervous who are on deck getting ready to go in. That's not fair. So leave the building. And then keep your peace honed. Be ready for a callback. They may call you back. Shoot, we had Jennifer Namo on the other day who was in many, many Broadway shows. And when she was cast for, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember if it was the full Monty or what it was. But she went in and they caught her in the parking lot and told her that there would be a callback. Uh, there may not be a callback for a month. Keep your pieces honed and ready because they're... If there's a callback and they say, I need to see you in 30 minutes to do the same pieces you did for me a month ago, you got to be ready. And they may, if it's a musical, say, come back and be ready to dance. And if you are not a dancer, please don't put that you dance on the audition form (laughs) because they are going to find out and it's going to be very embarrassing. So make sure you're honest. Make sure that you are just professional at all times and be ready for rejection. You are going to be rejected at least 95% of the time. If you're auditioning as much as you should be auditioning, you will be rejected 95% of the time. And so get used to it. In fact, enjoy it. I hate to say it, but you should. Now, let me tell you very quickly, because I'm running out of time. There are some reasons why people get rejected, and this may make you feel better. Sometimes the They say the actor did not adequately display the emotional, intellectual, or physical and vocal range that was needed for the character. In that case, if they say that, 
Or if your agent tells you that that's what they said, hey, you know what to work on, right? Sometimes they say the actor did not adequately meet our preconceived notion of the character's height or weight or age or just just the, the persona itself. That's okay because you're coming in giving bringing yourself to this character. So, so hey, move on to the next audition. Maybe your interpretation of the role didn't adequately capture the director's perception of the character. You know, it's your interpretation. They just didn't see your, you know, what they wanted. That's, that's fine. That's not your fault, maybe. Okay. Maybe your personality, maybe it just wasn't compatible with the other people in the room who knew they were going to have to start working with you at some point. Uh, maybe they didn't like your material. Okay. Sometimes we bring in just, we bring in the wrong material. And a lot of times you don't get a chance, a second chance at that. Uh, so, you know, have a lot of stuff ready, guys. Your audition materials have 10 songs ready, have 10 monologues, at least in your pocket that you can work on for certain shows that you're auditioning for. Uh, sometimes the vocal range is just not there. They need somebody who, who maybe belts better or has a higher soprano voice, or maybe just the projection of your voice for the stage didn't work for them. They want to hear a, a louder tone a, or a louder sound or a different tone. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're, you're, you're rigid in your, in your physicality. Um, that's, that's something that hopefully they would tell you so that you could work on that. There are so many things. It just sometimes it's just a luck of the draw. They are, they'll see 10 people they really liked and they'll go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I'm serious, guys. It can be, it could come down to that. Uh, a lot of times, by the way, they do something that's called non-traditional casting. And even though you know that you would be perfect for the role, they're going with something totally outside the norm. And that's not your fault either, is it? Make sure you prepare that if you get a call back that you wear the same outfit that you wore to the first audition. Because sometimes it's not your name they remember, but they remembered, uh, you know, the guy that wore the brown shirt and the black slacks uh, or the lady that, that wore the, the pink dress. Remember, they want to remember you. And sometimes they wrote notes or they'll write notes on your resume uh, that said, we really like this person, uh, but maybe they don't remember exactly what you did. When they see that pink dress come through the door, they're going to remember you or whatever you wore. Okay, guys, listen, these are just my quick pointers on auditioning. If you have other questions, I really do hope that you'll email me at ann at ajbprods.com and I'll answer your questions either in an email or through another masterclass or, or just in another interview. But guys, uh, this has been my honor to be uh, hosting these podcasts. Uh, I know that uh, our audience is building. I really hope that you'll just get the word out with me and I hope that you will go on and rate the show and tell your friends and uh, hey, Guys, don't forget, this has been the Actor's Guide. Tag, you're it. This has been the Actor's Guide. For more information about Ann Johnston Brown or to join the tag team, please visit our website at ajbprods.com slash podcast.